You're now listening to Binge Brew Brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Are you fed up with winter? For sure, I am. (laughs) Winter in the Netherlands is like the worst. Totally divorced because we don't get any snow, the temperatures are low, so it's cold, but it's grey all the time and it's raining very often. Like every other day it is raining and it's very depressing. So what I'm doing right now, what I've been doing for the last couple of days, is I'm sitting in front of light, bright light. So I've got this huge lamp for my YouTube videos And yeah, recently for a couple of days, for a couple of hours per day, I do have this lamp turned on and it's next to me because I've heard that there are those little lamps that you can sit in front of them and they help with seasonal depression. So I thought that eh, instead of like buying this this lamp, I'm just going to try this uh, this lamp that I have for my YouTube videos. And it's totally different than my regular lamps because my regular lamps, you know, they will give you soft light, but this one is like bright light. So imagine how dark is outside that I need to have this huge bright light in front of me in order to feel like it's a daylight. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah, I'm definitely waiting for springtime. Okay, that was my update about the weather. I know that probably you're not interested in that. So let's go to that main topic of today's video, which is things you don't need to overcome binge eating and I have for you three things you don't need but probably there are more but I just wanted to focus today on those main three things and the first thing is that in order to overcome binge eating you don't need perfect mental health and when I say perfect mental health I mean mental health without any signs of depression, anxiety, intrusive thoughts etc because I also believe that you already have perfect mental health it is just it is just hidden (laughs) but that's the topic for totally another conversation in order to recover from binge eating you don't need to be free from anxiety thoughts depressive thoughts intrusive thoughts of course we want all the things to fall into place and at some point i believe that they will but don't use your depressive moods as excuse. Don't use your anxiety as excuse. Some people also use their uh, neurodivergent brain as an excuse. They will say like, you know, I have ADHD, I seek dopamine, so it's harder for me to recover. So yes, I understand that there are many challenges for you, but it is still possible and we shouldn't use our uh, mental health as an excuse. So I wanted to share with you how it looked in my case. So in my case, I always believed that my depression was correlated with eating disorder and I didn't know what came first. I think that in different phases of my life, uh, different things would come first. So for example, I would get depressed, therefore I would reach for food and the binge eating would just spiral. Other times I first started binge eating and then the the depression came. So it was always correlated. And while my final recovery journey started, indeed my depression symptoms also uh, improved. So I 
I always believe that depression means binge eating and binge eating means depression. But later in life, I still got depressive thoughts that kept me in depressive moods for weeks and months. So again, those things were correlated, but there weren't any cause and effect relationship. So my belief is that you don't have to be free of all of those mental health symptoms in order to recover from binge eating. Moreover, those problems, you know, they may appear in your life. You will never be free from all of your problems. It matters how you refer to them. And I also know that other recovery coaches also have problems. I've listened to some of them saying that during their recovery, one of them had to deal with grief. Some of them are dealing with anxiety till today. Most of us probably have still bad body image days, right? So this is totally normal. So you can recover from binge eating even if your life right now is a mess and you struggle mentally with many issues. Second thing you don't need to recover from binge eating is perfect eating plan that includes only healthy foods and make sure that you don't overeat or undereat. I believe that you do not need to like eat healthy to recover, but you also don't need to eat unhealthy to recover. And of course, when I say healthy and healthy, it is, uh, you know, in, in quotes, because <laughs> for healthy and unhealthy means totally different things for, for everybody. <laughs> but I just want to, you know, generalize so that we all know uh, what I'm talking about. So I believe that it doesn't really matter what kind of foods you eat during the a recovery. What matters more is your intention. So whether you eat a brownie or a healthier version of brownie, it doesn't really matter. What matters is what, what accompanies eating that brownie. Because maybe you eat it with a side of guilt. <laughs> maybe while eating it, you're identifying with it, believing that you are good when you are eating healthy brownie or bad when you are eating unhealthy brownie. Maybe you moralize it. Maybe you obsessed about eating it. Maybe you judge yourself for eating it. So there are many things that might happen in your psyche and this is way more important than what you what is on your plate. And let me tell you one more thing that having perfect diet during binge eating recovery or any other eating disorder recovery can be kind of a bad sign because you are striving for for perfection and that's not that's not good. So maybe if you are living in Hawaii, you have access to tropical food and your job is to post pictures and videos of acai bowls, like yeah, maybe maybe your diet in that way is colorful and perfect, but for that person it happens effortlessly. At least I believe so. So aiming for perfection uh, when it doesn't come to you naturally, I think that it's a bad idea. And when I say that trying to make your diet perfect, that might be a bad sign of recovery. I also mean that maybe you believe that you will never overeat. So if you're striving for perfection if in recovery, you believe that you always have to eat the right amount of food, that you need to eat intuitively and you will always know when you're hungry, always know when you're satiated and that you will never 
overeat or undereat. And that's also not true. Normal people overeat from time to time and this is normal and this is expected. So if during your binge eating recovery you still have days when you uh, overeat, that's actually a good sign because if you would be eating perfect, if you would always eat in moderation, then I would say that something is going on there that it's not really good. And in terms of diet quality, I believe that maybe it would be a good idea for you to aim for uh, for the rule 80-20. At least that works for me. So 80% of your food could be whole foods and 20% of your food could be more processed foods. So fun foods, sometimes foods, less nutrient-dense foods. Maybe you could aim for that, but again... If at the beginning proportions look different and maybe 100% of your foods are highly processed foods and you come from the restrictive diet background, that's also okay. Like (laughs) your diet is okay even if right now you're eating a lot of processed foods because nothing is forever. If you love whole foods, I believe that you're going to start at some point, you're going to start missing fruits, vegetables, etc. And then your diet will slowly transition and it's going to become more balanced. Fair thing you don't need to recover from binge eating is coach or therapist or in general just team of health professionals who monitor your progress and keep you accountable. It doesn't matter if somebody keeps you accountable if you cannot keep yourself accountable. So self-accountability is really important. And I want you to know that many people recover from eating disorders on their own. When I opened up about my struggles... Many people shared with me that they also had had struggled in the past, but somehow it just faded away on its own. They didn't have to do much about it. Because for some people, binge eating comes to their life after a stressful period of their life, or maybe after they dieted down and they lost some weight and now they they struggle with binge eating. But of course, it, it all depends on a person because um, in that case, when they say that the eating disorder just faded away, maybe they experienced binge eating episodes, but maybe they wouldn't really meet the criteria for binge eating disorder. So again, th- we hear different stories. Some, some people really are able to recover from binge eating on their own, Uh, And also some people, (laughs) I've heard, they can recover by following some meal plan, like, you know, bright line eating. Uh, There are also some stories there. uh, People say that they used to binge eat and now they follow this plan and they feel better. So again, there are many ways to to recover from binge eating. And also what it's worth mentioning is that sometimes it runs in families. So for example, one of my client's mother struggled with bulimia in her teenage years, then the issue resolved itself. I also believe that maybe there were some lingering problems, uh, but maybe they were connected to diet culture, obsession with thinness, so her mother didn't display any disordered eating behaviors, uh, but she might have had some problematic mindset, and that's why my my client was influenced by that. But um, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) 
One thing I want to mention is that I believe that you can probably recover faster from binge eating disorder if somebody is there who can mentor you, who can support you. Even sometimes bad therapists can help you. <laughs> I don't know. I always worked with therapists who were not a good match for me and mind therapists, even though they weren't a good fit for me. They also taught me something. They also taught me about what I'm not looking for <laughs> for in therapy. So, uh, you know, even from less than perfect experiences, you can take something uh, home. You can take some uh, home message. The same with coaching ex experience. So I had some less than perfect coaching experience and I always try to make Uh, most out of it. So it all depends on the person. You cannot rely on another person to deliver their results. It always, it's always on you. To summarize, three things you don't need in order to recover from binge eating are, first of all, you don't need to be free from any signs of depression, anxiety, intrusive thoughts, etc. You don't have to eat perfectly healthy or you also don't have to eat unhealthy. What matters most is your intention. And also, you don't need any coach or therapist because you can recover on your own. I'm wondering what else would you add to this list. So if you would like to share that with me, just message me on any social media platform. Thank you so much for listening today and see you next time. Bye! enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me make sure to follow binge proof brain on instagram and if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned then go ahead and submit your application for my binge proof brain coaching program thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day